A reading from Matthew 13, 47-52 Once again the kingdom of heaven is like a net that was let down into the lake and caught all kinds of fish. When it was full, the fishermen pulled it up on the shore. Then they sat down and collected the good fish in baskets, but threw the bad away. This is how it will be at the end of the age. The angels will come and separate the wicked from the righteous and throw them into the fiery furnace, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Have you understood all these things? Jesus asked. Yes, they replied. He said to them, Therefore every teacher of the law who has been instructed about the kingdom of heaven is like the owner of a house who brings out of his storeroom new treasures as well as old. So it's, it's actually really rare for Jesus to do this, but he's mixing his metaphors a little bit. You know, first we're talking about fish, and then we're talking about this fiery furnace. And then all of a sudden we're um, with a teacher with a storeroom bringing out treasures, right? So like, what's he really getting at here? Well, it's, it's in some ways, it's like a summation of the treasure parables that have come before it. He's, what he's, I think what Jesus is really trying to get us to, to see is that he is the greatest treasure. He's the pearl of great price. He's the discovery that when we see him, nothing else on earth compares to him. And for those people who understand that, those people who behold him as the greatest treasure, there will be great reward. The reward is not like some kind of pat on the back or an A plus in the class. The reward is him. You know, Psalm 73, he says, you're my portion forever. But it's very serious here. There's a separation for those who don't behold Jesus as the greatest treasure. And they chase after all those other kind of false treasures, the fool's gold of this world. They will end up getting their reward too. They're going to get all the things of this earth and, and worse forever. And they'll be separated from God. So I, I'm trying to like parse this mixed metaphor here, but um, it's not just a warm, positive, happy-go-lucky message of finding your greatest treasure. There's also a strong warning in it that for those who reject that treasure, there will be consequences. It kind of sounds like if you want to look at it from a cynical perspective, God's saying, here's this gift, I love you. And then in the background, there's like this fiery like punishment looming if you don't accept this like kind, loving gift. <laughs> so it's a little bit of a conflicting image in my head. Um, but it, it is called the abundant life for a reason. Um, whether, whether we like that invitation, um, the reality that scripture paints and that, you know, Jesus has told these, his disciples and everybody in us today is that that is the reality that the kingdom of heaven is real. Jesus has come to save us from this situation that we find ourselves in, um, that we've, we've done to ourselves. And so it's a, it's a rescue mission from, mm. from God and, and mm. it's a gift. Um, so yeah, there's this chaotic, you know, scene of explosions and death and evil and danger in the background, but yet Jesus is still in that handing us this, this invitation. It's really interesting. Uh, I have a question here. So the last line in the, uh, verse 52, it says, Jesus says, therefore, every scribe who has been trained for the kingdom of heaven is like a master of a house who brings out of his treasure, what is new and what is old. I'm not quite getting exactly what Jesus is saying here. I think he's saying, look, there's a responsibility. Anyone who teaches the Bible, anyone who preaches, anyone who evangelizes, anybody who leads a Bible study, you have one job, which is to show people that treasure, show people Christ. 
Um, I, that's the way I interpret it, at least. 